Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Very British. It's like boing, and they're always like <laughs> slamming big balls. No, I hate that show. Um, but welcome balls. back, welcome back. Um, we are live and in charge here. In uh, our mics are very oh, entwined. They it's are like a Lady in the Tramp spaghetti <laughs> situation. Uh, just to remind all you girlies, if you're bored over the Christmas break, we uh, have merch still for sale. So go on over. Go to the internet shop out. and never did anyone any harm. Exactly. Uh, so that will be up for sale. We got hoodies. We got things. So I feel like sometimes at Christmas, I do a lot of online shopping post-Christmas you're on your laptop all day you're stuck with the fam it's nice to have a little yeah. treat you know you're and you a lot of prezies in December you've been giving a lot you have and I'm over that I like getting yeah so treat yourself <laughs> to a wet and woke hoodie uh, they are fab so go check them out fab cozy sexy and cool you'll see the link on our Instagram and also if you're really bored off your tits and one episode this week is not mm. enough we have our Patreon where you can get twice the amount of it gals with gals. six times the juice. The juice Ten is times. like when you are horny as fuck and you're yeah. randomly so juicy. Like that kind of juice. It's, yeah. It's intense. It's man. our X-rated podcast. It's six dollars a month. We don't control charging in dollars, but it makes us feel like fab American. Yeah, it's kind of like your Paris Hilton. Yeah. You're so using the same currency as her. I would also, you know, like to say if you're late on getting someone a Christmas gift sign them up to Patreon or if you want to get your girly a gift but you haven't got a load of money yeah well you could be like I'll sign you up for the first but you will need to sign it over to your bank account for the second one one girl told me she was like I'm trying to get it off my parents for Christmas a year subscription to Ickall so Xcall that's cute so go check them out but this week what we do on Lindsay this week we're doing a little recap of um 2018 2018 dab on that dabbing right now dabbing on that year um it was an eventful year it was as is every year <laughs> to be honest yeah but 2018 I, I liked 2018 i did like it you know those people like i always find those people mad who are like at the end of the year they're like i mean unless something unforeseen happens like i don't know a death or something really tragic happens to you you know people who are just like Glad to see the back that year. Yeah, I know. It's, it's like, like Honor, relax, you negative little con. At the end of every year, even if bad shit happens to me, thankfully nothing really traumatic, you know, touch has wood, you know, touch wood has ever really happened. But don't me blame in my life. it on the year. <laughs> yeah, they're like, just because that year was bad doesn't mean next year is good. It like, was very much a 2017 thing. I remember when that year was winding down everywhere my Instagram and Facebook was flooded with like cannot wait to see the back 2017 I saw it in we'll 2016 it out the door 2016 because I think the whole Trump thing like people got very triggered when like Trump yeah. came into power like, people care about I know but like uh, and also just basically when I was on Instagram you know the way you follow a lot of Americans they're like fucking what a fucking end to this year we've got Trump an orange man in the presidency it's like, <laughs> it's like guess what you're all still alive maybe don't vote for him huh? <laughs> yeah like, get over it. maybe shut up maybe just fuck up I think gun control is a bigger issue over there <laughs> personally true if we're thinking of that we're gonna talk politics we're Instagram talk gal politics. 
But yeah, I hate that Moni shite. I hate the whole like glad to see the end of that year, but I do for pure lols. I love seeing the same people every single year being like, twenty nineteen is gonna be my year. Like yeah, they I can already feel anyone it. who says that has said that about every fucking You're year. You're jinxing it. Like Yeah, yeah real number Uno. Don't don't mention the year. Like don't, don't mention bike club. Don't set yourself up for like like 2019 is going to be my year I'm, I'm going to be like, balling And all my haters are going to be crying on their knees Begging to be my friend It's like okay relax Rob Lipsish <laughs> Not that he did that It just sounded like him there it did. <laughs> He was one of my favourite memes There's a good way to start it off right Okay. So favourite kind of memes of maybe 2018 Rob uh-huh. Lipset was a good meme for me I felt like he was memed quite a lot Just him in general there was, I felt on Twitter there was a lot of like He's uh, a Twitter memer. Yeah, there's a lot of tweets that kind of became quite meme viral. There was some videos. There was like one video where he... uh, but that was legal he, I think he's in Ibiza or something. And he seems... Has been partying. And my favourite at the end, he says, Make gains, make memories. Like, I just... He was like, and off camera, he's like, how old is he? And they're like, 17. He's like, what's up, Matthew? I can't believe you're turning 17. 17 was my literal favorite age I've ever been. Make games, make memories, bro. So that's my vibe for 2019 he's is gas. making games. And he didn't give a fuck. He doesn't. He doesn't. So like, what was that one that he was like, it was about Ibiza again. I think he comes alive over there, yeah. obviously. He was like, good God, I love this place I would love imagine come to I be that it's so beautiful I'd love one day to come here with a woman I love <laughs> but for now I'm just gonna be a hedonistic macho man yeah like, like grabbing onto girls arses and yeah. <laughs> playa. like I mean he is honestly he makes me lol he's an Irish uh treasure I think he no he is honestly like he's just he's kind of like Ross O'Carroll Kelly in 21st century land like a real Oh, that's what I mean. Like, yeah. if Rosal Carroll Kelly was real and existed in the 2000s, he would be Rob Lipset. Yeah, it is him. And that's no, I mean, I've read a lot of Rosal Carroll Kelly's books, so Robbie, baby, if you're listening, this is, ain't no hate. No, it's no hate at all, honey. It's you're like, a, you're God. And also, I do feel, in fairness to the bastard, I feel he owns his memeness. Yeah, no, he does. You know, that way, like, um, so I feel... The fact that that thing was on Crime Watch <laughs> last week or whatever, I didn't watch it. But... I saw it, but I, I mean, no, it wasn't... We don't know if it was him. No, well, he tweeted saying that it wasn't him, but just, yeah. that's what I mean, that he owned that. Like, he didn't try and, like, shy away from the fact that that was happening. You know, the way sure. some people would just ignore it. He was like... Yeah, I'm getting tired, being like, saying that I'm on Crime Watch. What the fuck? No, I'm not. It's like, yeah. yes. Can you get more Irish? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hold yeah. on, Luna's calling me. So what was, do you have any memes that come to mind? Mimi Momo, Mimi Momo, Mimi Momos. Mimi Momos, let me think. And I mean, I, th- I think, okay, 2018 was the height of Kevin and Rebecca. Oh, if we're talking about gonna, Irish meme I was going to This was my I mean spoiler alert This was my low of the year But we'll get to that oh, later Okay well Yeah they were I loved that I loved actually Okay because that's A spoiler alert Don't want to spoil mm, don't No spoil, problem don't No spoil problem Teaser Teaser alert <laughs> um, Okay In general Irish YouTubing Dare I say Is taken off But it's just I adore it I it's adore so Adore I salivate at it Because it's like I was watching a lot of like New York YouTubers mm. and London YouTubers and they're so on point with everything with mm. their editing with their shots the cinematography the music choice the outfits their look Irish vlogging is just so <laughs> like just not there you know like it's like oh I can see what you're doing but you're just not and it's so much more enjoyable for me it's like the RTE you know against the BBC like it's yeah. just it's not you're just not getting it, but it makes it so much more enjoyable. Like There's it's something extremely uh, entertaining about seeing like a, like what what are they called? Not stop motion. The really fast, you know, where they're all like like all the people were walking yeah. really fast, like of Henry Street. Yes, I think seeing Dublin in general on TV oh, on a that. vlog, I adore the junkies like, in the background. Like. I know, <laughs> like just someone like trying to make Dublin vloggy and YouTubey. It's just not like I'm sorry. It's just never. Hopefully, touch wood, it'll never be like acceptable LA. to be like 
going around Dublin town holding a camera. So when I see someone do it, I cringe, but I very much enjoy seeing that because it's like seeing no a fish with a bike. Our, you know, no, I, no, vloggy. No, I mean, I love it. It's just so... I, hon, it's extremely humble. I 100% admire yeah. the balls because like... Oh my God. No one is doing it. Like, it's acceptable in London to be walking around, like, videoing yourself all totally. day. And in America and stuff. Everyone does it. But I love, like, fair feckin' play to you. I can barely Instagram down the street. I oh, I can't. Cringe. I did it. I mean, I'll do I'm it on Scarlet, a quiet like, street. But if someone's walking past me, the story is all of a sudden me like... And I'm mumbling. jealous. <laughs> I'm jealous of the people who can do it. Because it takes such confidence to just be like, yeah, cars, drive by and watch yeah. me toot if and they And they get way more content. Because, like, you know, we cook ourselves by... I know. Oh I know I look like I live in my room According to Instagram <laughs> Anytime I get into thing, I'm like hey Just me in my room again <laughs> But yeah I just love The whole Irish vlog Irish, Irish, And I like uh, that it's up Irish YouTubers Wear a meme of the year Here's Luna coming in Here's Looney She's going to play some toys While we record You can't see obviously So Irish YouTubing I definitely think That was a great meme Who again Rob Lips dare we say Trailblazer no. <laughs> He is I love when I got my new camera this year actually and I went into that lovely Con's camera place mm. in uh, Grafton Street and um, your man was telling me all about it. He was like, oh, Rob Lipset has... Ooh. Some rig. Ooh, his setup. Half a million or so. I was like, <laughs> bloody hell. <laughs> I'll have that. Yeah. Sure, I'll have I one. do like the quality. <laughs> but very play to Rob actually, his setup, you can see very much the quality of his videos. The quality. He has the drone and all flying oh, over Dunleary Harbour. <laughs> You know when you see I don't know how they do it The drones of like If someone's gone off to Mexico And they did a drone While they're in the sea And it's like the mm. drone Over them while they're in the sea Like I got them that I know Gorge um, So meme of the year There's a reward I mean I, I definitely think Kevin and Rebecca Have to be given Honorary reward Yeah um, So are you ready to talk about them Or I think we'll save the end Highs and lows Highs and lows, okay, highs and okay, lows. So okay. maybe let's move on To Celebland Mm-hmm Wider celeb land So worldwide Worldwide Show business Any thoughts Any fave moments Of pop culture Of 2018 It was a big year It was a big year An iconic moment for me Was definitely The Nicki Minaj Cardi B I was gonna say yes That's a high point God do we have the same one No I've got a few I had a few I was thinking of That was huge That was just like I love What I love about a celeb drama Is a behind the scenes I love it when it, you're like Oh that's not faked Yeah Because that's yeah, what that was like, to me It was like uh, Oh Another one that was pretty shocking for me Which but juicy Stunningly juicy Was the Ronnie um, From Jersey Shore. Jersey Shore With his mad Bitch of a girlfriend And going Live on Instagram Mid fight And literally fighting each other that On was Instagram insane. That was mental And horrendous But I'm such a voyeur I enjoyed That content Totally I mean, it I was lie. car crash material. I know. couldn't look away, and like, she was like trolling him on Instagram stories, holding up bags of coke, being like, "You forgot this, babe." <laughs> like, and he was. <laughs> I remember we uh, podcast about it, yeah. being like, "You can't make a hoe a hoe's wife." <laughs> uh, one that was cray cray for me. Was probably the Tristan Thompson cheating on Khloe Kardashian like the day before Ooh. she went into labor, and then she yeah, and then she like went into early labor. Uh, that was insane because it got it was one of those stories that got worse and worse and worse. It was like first there was like this kind of video of him outside a hotel with a girl, and it was like okay, yeah, that could be bad. Then the fucking club leaks footage from the CCTV camera of him and two girls scoring the face off each other while she, the same time, I think, was Instagramming being like, extremely pregnant, can't wait for our little baby girl to come. It was just like, this is bottom of the barrel activity. I mean, like, that's what you get when you try date a 25-year-old, first of all. He's 26. 25-year-old millionaire? (laughs) The hotness? I'm sorry. Like, Chloe, honey. Lamar, yeah. <laughs> you know, look wise, <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> he did, though, didn't he? Did he? Oh, no, did I mean, he, he, cheat? he cheated. He did. Chloe, maybe to downgrade a bit, hun. I mean, it just, I know, do you know what like, I think? Tristan it is? Thomas is too hot for her. I can't like Do you know he what is. I think it is? It's, <laughs> and I think, I, mean, I think in an episode of the Kardashians, Scott, of course, Scotty Baby says, I think he was like, stop dating fucking sports, like mm. NFL stars. Like, 
go for maybe someone more like not even more normal but like those sports stars in america are in a crazy champagne lifestyle where they yeah. are just so rich and so powerful like it's mm. nothing like even uk footballers it's not like our guy players no that's the reason they keep them fucking unprofessional so they yeah. stay honest but those nfl players are just you know i remember reading once about it was basketball more so because it wasn't lamar was a basketball player that like apparently the shittest nba like basketball person once you're in the nba league or whatever you're on like minimum 300k a year or something like the shittest person so like they're mm. all just on they're so young and also they're the type of guy that like if you're going to be nfl like you were like a big jock in school you were like the popular guy in school yeah. you got loads of passes for your grades you got passes for bad activity in college because you were just on the football team and mm. now it's like so your bad behavior i'm completely generalizing by the way <laughs> yeah i'm also going to be generalizing when i say that i think most men who wear gucci mm. you can't trust well it's fuck boy just rich yeah exactly <laughs> and it's like that kind of showy rich when it comes to clobber mm. like he's decked out in gucci gucci, gucci yeah of course <laughs> Dif- d- complete different story yeah. honey but um yeah like he's very much like he's loving that champagne life yeah like he's wearing it he's drinking it he's sucking it He's doing it all. That was just, I think the three of them, the Ronnie thing, uh, Chloe Kardashian and uh, the Cardi B and... Oh, Nikki- and we can't miss when we're talking about the Kardashian, the Kylie freaking I was just going to say that was a highlight. But those three to me were like, oh God, like celebrities are cray cray too. Oh, we were doing the cray cray one. No, I was just saying like, they. I noticed a thread, you know, they were all just like moments where I think in this day and age, we've always spoken about it, that celebrities are so far removed from us, but also so close because like now we have social media. Mm-hmm. So like they're further away from us in wealth and in like their little gated communities than ever, I think. Yeah, and in like us being able to relate to them in that regard. Mm, but, they're, and also I feel like they're very contrived in their kind of public appearance. Like their public appearance is way yeah. more manicured. However, those three was just, were just like, huh? Like jaw on the floor, like, Oh my god, not only is there rumours that Tristan's cheating on Chloe, not only is she nine months fucking pregnant, there's videos of him yeah. with the girl. Like, and then the Cardi B and thing was that was built up by their like supposed drama, and then they're mm. thumping the head off each other. <laughs> and then the Ronnie was like inside oh their massive mansion. You could hear like oh, that was he was like rawest. beating her, and it, it was, was like it was mad. And then like she was getting arrested one week, he was getting arrested. There was stuff coming out about her um, past exes that apparently she was domestic, like she was um, oh abusive in past relationships and she was arrested before. Like she is, he has met his match. Like he used to yeah. bully the fuck out of Sammy as we all oh know from God. Jersey Shore. But now apparently he's met his match with this crazy biatch. Peas in a pod, but you are right in going up. Oh, excuse me. Um, The big, the probably the biggest fucking cover up was Kylie's secret fucking wasn't, wasn't it the biggest YouTube video that came out in 2018 I think Kanye's video for you're such a fucking hoe that's now the most watched video on YouTube ever I haven't even watched that no way yeah that got huge that went massive that's like the big most watched video I think ever on YouTube correct me Kanye when was that September that song he did didn't even really were the big that. boxes it went oh, huge oh yeah that one um, I think it's just because it was Kanye's first music video in so fucking long and it was after the whole TMZ thing yeah. and all that. But Kylie's was like, I mean, lifestyle wise, that has to be, that was, and like, I will, I want to say it out here first. We reported on Kylie Jenner being secretly pregnant because the story came out when we were recording. And I remember yes. us being like, <gasps> you were like breaking news. Apparently Kylie Jenner's pregnant. And then we obviously did a whole episode. Well, it was when she had the baby, wasn't it? No, we, I remember there was an episode. It was when we had the tiny mic and we used to record over there on that table. Yes. And you were on your phone and you were like, here's some breaking news. Apparently Kylie Jenner's pregnant. And we were like, really? And that must have been like 2017, like September. See, don't. Don't play us on the celeb shit. Don't play us. We're we always know. tuned in. But hers, I mean, that video. That video was beautiful. And because I think everyone was like, oh, she's going to keep it secret. And now everything's going to be secret. And she released that Glad she gave that. That of, was just, that's enough. And it was so like, just who, whoever your man is, who does all those videos for them oh, and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's beautiful. Beautiful. beautiful on the VC on like the VCR and like yeah I loved like her, her holding it as well oh I and, loved like, her and, and showing her and the baby being all cutie patootie oh like I was like oh I love that young love because <laughs> we didn't really have much insight into their relationship before no. this uh, they were going over to like his family home oh that was cute I, I loved that. that they do look very in love in that video anyway yeah 
and yeah. in general when they're bopping I around. think they seem into each other what I a, a good watch for anyone if you're bored over the Christmas break is Kylie Jenner is, is now starting a YouTube channel and she's randomly vlogging but it's really professional but I love it like she's doing vlo- like tour vlog where she's on the Astro World Tour and her Stormy and Travis are bopping around and she does like a makeup look and she's like it's gas because it's just so beyond anything a YouTuber's done she's like I always get two hotel rooms so that me and Travis can have a room and Stormy can have a room. I'm like, you're putting your fucking child obviously the nanny. Like, Oh my goodness. She's like, so Stormy can like play in here and stuff. And uh, yeah, and she's like, here are all my outfits. She's selling lip kits on the merch stand at Astro, Tur- Astro World, which is so cool. Um, so hilarious. Oh, it's gas. <laughs> like, and on the co- the box it says, I went to the Astro World Tour and all I got was this fucking lip kit. Oh yeah, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> um, but... That's a very interesting watch she's doing like I'll have to check it out But I have to be careful with my social media consumption In regards of like wealth and stuff Because sometimes I'm just like uh, you know the way I feel like when it's That much wealth uh, Wealth I don't get jealous Because yeah. it's literally like Looking It's like with Kim Kardashian The way she looks I'm like I've, I mean like That's not even in any way Gettable Like attainable. you know though yeah. yeah attainable It's like when the wealth Is so unattainable like that I'm like ah whatever What I get jealous of Are like the random YouTuber with 600,000 subscribers who are just like living comfortably in a beautiful home with her husband. I'm mm. like, that's that annoys me because I'm like, that's kind of attainable. And you just somehow, you're really organised and you, yeah. you know, things kind of, yeah, those kind of YouTubers who things just worked out for them. Yeah, they have a lovely house. Yeah. Lovely they relationship. Married at 22. Always. Um, and they bought the house They're together both YouTubers. at 23. And they had their first daughter just last year. Yeah, or like, or the annoying one is like when you have a YouTuber who's always lived in kind of a humble home, and they're like, "I'm moving this year, guys," and they move into this, place. and you're like, "You have that much money now?" Like, it's you know mad. that way when they change all of a sudden, like you all all of a sudden get a glimpse at how much money they fucking have, and you're like, "Oh, I hate you." But the Jenners and the Kardashians are yeah, just like, it's that's just, like being jealous of Cinderella. Like. Yeah, it's not real. And you don't know anyone in real life like that. Exactly. It's so far from any truth. Um, so any Irish highs and lows in the Irish landscape. You take you take the lead. Honey. I mean, I'm sure we have to give honourable mention to repealing the A2, but like boring. <laughs> that was great. was great. That was wonderful. Um, I felt like <laughs> it's just so boring. No, it was. Do great. you think it's boring? I'm bored of the conversation. I am. I'm delighted. I don't know if I'm bored. Well, I'm. Yeah, I don't know if I'm bored of it. I was bored of it before the fucking referendum was called. I feel like um, it's just nice to acknowledge that that happened and that it was great and all that stuff. Yeah, of course. I mean, it's I voted not, yes. I'm like. not saying it's no, no, no. <laughs> so I, yeah, I just think that was probably the biggest thing though politically that happened in the country this year and in maybe in the last ten years. Other than the marriage equality But this is bigger than the marriage equality Poisonally I feel Yeah obviously personally for us especially But also I feel like It well, impacts it was just, more people's lives Well it was just Yeah and even historically With everything mm. that has gone on With the um, The tune babies and all that kind of stuff like, Totally It was just yeah, such yeah. a kind of like But it wasn't an answer Like, And I think a lot of people I get what you mean when it's kind of like boring When like you know People I think pinned everything on that And being like Yes we're finally here It's like yeah. You know it was the beginning of something exciting it, It's not the end yeah You know we haven't Got there yet so It was it was just a great moment For the country I guess In general just to be like Okay finally we may be Like stepping away From like The freaking You know Steel Edward Scissorhands Style Like Fist of the Catholic Church <laughs> like, Where you were going with that. <laughs> But like uh, Yeah no, You know it was great for that And it was good that You know I think I just And I think you and I If, if anyone listened back to, On any of your podcasts From around that time I was just so exhausted with the conversation by the time it came around that like honestly I remember the day it passed I was just like oh thank god you know that I'm way glad that it's done with and I'm glad that yeah. we can move into 2019 just knowing that it's done because it was such a huge pressure for the whole for a big chunk of the year I think oh, just for so long just for conversations constant constant conversations on the bus in the groceries shop mm. I'm American now apparently I'm um, yeah, like in the grocery shop in the grocery um, store. Or just in family gatherings It would just come up constantly It was such I felt it like it was a pr- Ireland was a pressure cooker for a while It was It was like you know All roads lead to hell It was like all conversations Lead to the fucking repeal the age. Yeah. Like It was like every smoking area Every bloody bar you're in It's like Have you seen that she says That she might not be in this And it was so emotional It was like yeah. women crying In the fucking smoking garden Like 
men using it to lure you in t- for the ride. Like, you know, like yeah, it was just no, a constant. Totally constant, constant conversation. Um, but other than that, any Irish scandals or anything that you loved to hear? I mean, I think we have to, me- we do have to mention bloggers and failed. Yeah. <laughs> I think in terms of like Ireland this year was very shaken it up. It was. It was. It was very much like, we will make a change. It was, okay. You know, okay. I will tentatively give you know controversially bloggers unveiled you know the title of influencer of the year if only because of what they did and now they're intense we don't agree with obviously and a lot of the ways in which they did it but the effects from that were the the most influential thing probably that happened in the influencer industry in ireland since it began and we also can't solely give it to her no no in regards to it all began with bullshit call her out or let's not remember Spill a drop for bullshit yeah. cold And like the thing is was. Is like what well, All of that was With all of the multiple Like the people giving out The commenters Everything The people sending her This stuff as well Let's not forget Um it was just It was a, just a shake up That it was, actually But it was just It was a physical manifestation Of Irish people Being fucking sick Of being like of seeing a lot of Shite going on With the influencer stuff you And know what that happens way. a lot With Irish people Is that we're talking about it you know in the pub in a whatsapp you know to our girlies and it was kind of like oh great this is actually getting the platform mm. you know so and i think that was a big change in 2018 even just with it gals when we think of two years ago and we millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from noom like evan who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds salads generally for most people are the easy button right for me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Mm. We're starting the podcast and Jenny and I's first episode, we were saying that we want to change the Instagram in like in Irish influencer culture and I feel like we definitely have done that yeah played our part in the whole thing Pat um, myself on the back for that one and yeah I'll you too honey. thank you hon um and I feel like it it was just such a like win for like the normal Irish gal yeah like well it was just because I think for so long we saw these influencers who were just heralded as these amazing you know ungodly women and they kind of lorded above so many of the average irish gal and you've got you know you know the women you know i got the jeans collection and i have the makeup collection and like you know they were just the only inspiration that we were given or yeah they're kind of like relatable in the way that they're like oh I like style she likes style yeah i like like makeup yeah yeah but then it's like oh honey (laughs) You like makeup, but I'm exceptional at it, yeah. and I'll have mine on at seven a.m. Yeah, and I get it for while free. I'm breastfeeding. Okay, and and you should try to be like me because everyone has the same twenty four hours in the day, just like Beyonce. Yeah, you know exactly, and yeah. So I did think it was definitely a win because it kind of shook them up, rightly so. You know, Lindsay and I are obviously, you know, we make our money in similar ways to them, so it's not that we're anti the industry; it's just anti, you know. I think when I we start, say similar ways in the fact that we don't really do brand stuff. Well, that's what's similar, not the same. As in, we will rely, not rely solely, but like a big part will be like brand sponsorships of the podcast. We just don't get sponsored on Instagram. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? That's why I said similar. We're, we're both, we're all in social media. We're all under... I'd the- say the similarity is that we're all in social media and that we are like, we rely on more of a like a base of people who are listening to us and they rely on their followers. But we, they're the same, the same thing. That's what I'm saying. The similarity is yeah, there. But it's I not think, really so much with the brand thing. Well, it is in the sense that like if we get a sponsor, it's by a brand. But like I think, I don't know, I just think like the whole influencer thing, if you're going to compare like influencers and stuff, it's like we have seen and I think hopefully 
we've seen kind of the back of just the constant slew of regurgitated ad, ad, ad. And that's what a lot of influencers have turned into. Well, the way in which we choose to run our businesses that we're extremely picky and selective and we're only ever going to have ads and run ads and, you know, get behind brands who we feel that our listeners will like. Now, that's just people's bad ethics within business. You know that way. But at yeah. the end of the day, like, I'm, what I mean when I'm saying this is that, like, you and I aren't like, and to influence our culture. Because, like, if we did that, you know, who knows what would happen no, to we're not. our yeah. business. You we're know? more like, um, it's. but I think was so cool with the whole, like, takedown of the whole, with the bloggers and veil thing. It kind of just, it flipped it, like, totally, like, 180 it as in like it used to be cool to have this pristine image of yourself yeah. online it used to be cool to look really wealthy when maybe you're not as wealthy as you're um kind of trying to give away on social media it used to be really cool to constantly be pristine to going to all these events and dressed up to the nines and like having a really wholesome family home yeah and all yeah, that kind yeah. of stuff and then when the whole like blogs and veil thing and the whole like let's be real vibe came in to instagram it just tore that down that it's actually really lame to be presenting yourself as something that you might not mm. be or like trying to constantly have this veneer on your life. It's just like so much cooler to be authentic to, you know, I'm not saying that everyone has to go on their Instagram or put up a no makeup selfie. But yeah. it's just like just to be just authentic be yourself. to yourself. Yeah. And and I think what a great thing about it was as well that it showed like the consumer as in the followers that like they have way more power than they probably thought they did at the end of the day you know if you look at what an influencer does they will um, if you don't like the content they're making you know there is a certain aspect of like you know not calling them out or that whole call out culture thing but like mm. what you consume is what they will make basically and I think the whole bloggers unveiled and that whole entire movement kind of showed the Irish consumer of social media that they have the power to like stop influencers with some bullshit yeah. you know that way and that you know whereas for so long we thought of as the influencers as these untouchable kind of powerful beings that like actually you know they rely on all of you and us for their fucking paycheck to an extent so. and also totally and they rely on as well their it I do think it all boils down to authenticity and like mm-hmm. be, you know having their followership actually believe in what they're selling and I think yeah. that's what kind of I think the whole bloggers and veil thing kind of made you um made people just question like if I'm going to be buying this product that they're selling or that they've made or whatever do I trust this person so mm-hmm. should I trust if I don't really trust what she's kind of the way that she's expressing her life do I trust that I should go and buy this product. So like, and I think, I think, yeah, it was a weird thing because I think for a while, like you were saying, like that the Irish consumer kind of felt that they had to buy the stuff yeah. or something. A lot of like, I don't know if it was a keeping up appearances thing uh-huh. or if it was just a buying into that kind of lifestyle that they were presenting and feeling like if I have that little part of them, then may I am also this classy man. Yeah. Whatever. Um, but yeah, it's totally like, you don't have to do that. Yeah. To be. And hopefully going the forward, um, you know, we'll see more people like you and I or like people just going down different, as you said, the Irish YouTuber thing, just going down different avenues of influencing. And hopefully that the I think that the breakdown of that has kind of enabled a whole new market of influencer or media type person within Ireland to kind of succeed, I think. Yeah. You know, that way that it used to be a monopoly, as you said, it used to be the glam mum out in her freaking Jeep with her gorgeous house all white crystal you know like that was the type of archetype of person you had to be in order to be considered a successful influencer but I think since that whole breakdown now you see people like Claire Balding and us and you know like there's loads of different people popping up everywhere now so and also I in what I would like and hope for 2019 on the back of this whole uh, shakedown is I would like to see just it happen in just well Dublin in general and yeah. Ireland in general in terms of like you constantly see like we were just talking before we recorded <clears throat> about like say Image Bank where mm-hmm. they had their like the 20 most influential women of 2019 and it's just the same regurgitated women we're seeing the same people getting praised constantly we're seeing the same people on Elaine we're seeing the same mm-hmm. people just you know in the media circuit in Ireland the same presenters being used the same that I would like to see just a bit of freshness and you know changes being made and stuff like that and Ireland being a bit more accepting of different kind of people as in like diverse in their terms of like you don't have to be this because Ireland is such a like 
you have to arse-lick yourself to get into this. Exactly. I was yeah. just going to yeah. say that, like, the most frustrating thing about the Irish media landscape and with influencers is that, like, you know, if, uh, we've said it many times, if Lindsay and I wanted to have, like, a huge show on RTE, there's a very particular but easy route that we could go down to do that. You know, we could just be women supporting women, feminism. We could yeah. arse-lick. We go to every single freaking event that we're invited to, you know, maneuver our way up the scales socially, like, all that kind of stuff. We just mm-hmm. choose to not. But I, I just w- couldn't bear to. Oh, Jesus Christ. But, you know, I, I would love to see, like, more avenues. And even if there isn't more avenues in the mainstream media, I would like women and men alike, like, you know, the people who aren't celebrated in Irish media to realise that, like, you can do what me and Lindsay did. You can make your own voice. You can have your own platform. Yeah. And that's arguably more influential and important than anything, you know, mm. these mainstream And it doesn't matter stuff. if, like... The media, Irish media, like embraces it or even acknowledges it. We're never acknowledged. No, but like <laughs> we're never acknowledged. Yeah. However, it doesn't really fucking matter because no. the numbers acknowledge themselves. Exactly. So, you know, and that's just something that they can they can choose to acknowledge, but they're just playing themselves there. So true. Yeah. So that's what I would like to see, and I totally agree that it's like you do, we're not waiting to be acknowledged or waiting to be accepted by any kind of Irish media mm-hmm. because blah. Yeah. Um. But yeah, we're, it just kind of pushes us to want to like keep creating our own thing. and For sure. And yeah. going down that gravy train. Exactly. Um, so personal, personal, let's get personal for the last uh, 10, 15 minutes or oh, so. Oh, we are so sore. Sorry, we're sat on my floor for some reason. I know. Oh, well, because my cat is oh, literally cat taking the up the whole couch. Um, as it should be. So personal. Personal, how... How would you kind of encapsulate 2018 for yourself? I think this was a great year for me. Mm-hmm. I think it was like fast moving as in like um, in previous years if I'm going through like a bad relationship or like not liking a job or a place that I'm in mentally or whatever. It can take me longer to kind of extract myself from it and move Mm -hmm. on and you know a lot of you know I can be a bit more of a like talker and not a doer sure so I think this year definitely I learned from those past years where I would be taking a lot longer to kind of do what I know that I should be doing kind of thing like following my gut and everything and this year I feel like I definitely got better at just doing it and being a bit more cutthroat yeah I think you learn to trust yourself a little bit more this year whereas mm. like say for example you know obviously you had a big breakup this year um yeah. where which this year what no one would have known behind from in front of the scenes the behind behind the scenes this year was the kind of first year i feel that you really took the bull by your horns of that relationship and just ended it yourself mm. rather than where in the past you may have more been like asked for loads of opinions and it would have taken you kind of which is normal you know that way like Mm. I mean I'm not even dogging you out for it but Mm -hmm. you know like you you would have to kind of it would take you a longer time to kind of make that decision but this year I found like you were the most confident in making that decision yourself with very little input from anyone else and you were just like I know what's best for me yeah and I totally and um I think definitely having something like it girls having your own kind of business and your own Mm. kind of purpose that is as a mother that is something separate to that completely does instill you with confidence For and sure. um yeah so I think that just kind of dare I say empowering <laughs> very true <laughs> and it injected into everything of my life knowing that I have that as like a foundation is it really nice because I haven't really Love had that. that before honey you know like I've just been a mom which is like you know it's it's a different some outlet. people find their true purpose in being a parent yeah um I don't Yeah <laughs> Like I love it and everything But like yeah. I don't find Like this is my foundation This is like You know you always see people Being like Once I have my kids This is when like You know my life began And mm. that Like I love my kids I had a great time Before my kids too It's just not my Be all and end all yeah. It's like So I love having something else And yeah I feel like I broke up with Jimmy And I just extracted myself From a bad relationship for Finally And I'm just Moving on And happy about it I think really that's the difference it. that I've seen in you most is that mm. this is the first time I've kind of seen you move on from that situation comfortably. Like I feel like you're completely at one with the moving on. You I'm know, like completely at one whether he moves on or I move on. If he marries or gets with bloody Giselle tomorrow I would be still sat here filing my nails mm-hmm. like not bothered. But 
I think the thing is, which is in breakups, I think the first time I broke up, I was like worried about what he was doing as in like worried about if, you know, what's going to happen with Luna? Is it going to be fair? And now I'm just not bothered. I'm purely just focused on myself and my own roles Mm -hmm. and being the best as you can with them. Yeah. So I think that's really good because now I feel totally prepared for 2019 to go in you know with my plans and like you're galvanized for the future i am honey i'm Love ready that. for those here Love that. <laughs> and yourself i think this year um i feel like this maybe the first half of this year was kind of like quite uh uneventful for me and mm. not in a good way of like oh so namaste i feel like you know on, on reflection like i was kind of on i was extremely busy and stressed out for the first half of this year obviously like you know I was working about 50 hours a week and then on the weekends you know we were recording and recording sessions for us because Lindsay and I you know obviously you know we'd like to have a few drinks so even if we could drive when we're recording I wouldn't be driving home so you know we we are completely (laughs) fucking indie in the sense that Lindsay and I still record in her apartment like it's not like a you know fancy situation so it takes a while to get out here and then you know we're here and we chat and we'll be having a few drinks and we record we would usually Mm -hmm. record sometimes two episodes a night because we don't we never knew what would come the next week so we kind of tried to squeeze sometimes you'd be you know doing something at the weekend because we only had two days two windows for the whole week when Jenny was working full-time to record and like obviously it was your weekend and my weekend and you wanted to see Michael yeah and we just both had different commitments and yeah so I feel like the first half of the year was quite intense in that regard that I felt like I mean it was a new job for me as well at the time so I was also learning that and kind of navigating the new people and all Mm. that kind of stuff so I feel like I genuinely was so busy for the first six to eight months of 2018 that I can't really remember them if I'm honest like I Mm. it was kind of autopilot if Mm. you know what I mean yeah we got Um, into this routine that we just kind of didn't question we just got into it yeah and just which is grand I mean and you know what I mean I think we probably benefited so much from it because we we proved to ourselves that we can do it even when we've a lot of external kind of commitments and also just because it was kind of you know like you were saying autopilot we weren't really thinking about it I think if we did step back and kind of think like I actually would like a weekend we probably wouldn't have gotten those episodes out as like fluidly as we did and we wouldn't have then got the kind of loyalty from our listeners and stuff because we were able to I think that like yeah I think from that I learned from the first like three maybe even like three quarters of the year I probably learned a lot that like I can you know commit myself as hard as it is when you're doing it like I can commit myself to things that I want to do quite successfully because you know obviously it gals was a labor of love as well that like you know I didn't have to do it I was under no contract the only thing I had to do was sure not for my other job Mm -hmm. um so I kind of I loved that I thought it was really fulfilling and it always kind of um made me remember why we do it um however I think like the second quarter of the year for me was probably the most uh transformative in the sense that obviously I then lost that job Mm. and I kind of came to this like fork in the road and it was uh as someone who was I mean how old am I 29 so I've worked for 13 years like that's such a long time to be working Mm. and obviously not full-time but um I feel like that kind of threw a spanner in the works for me where I was just like oh god where does my life go and I feel that I could have really taken that on board as a like huge blow to my ego and maybe if I was younger I probably would have or if I didn't have other shit going on I probably would have as well and it kind of taught me like don't put all of your self-worth into your like meaningless corporate day-to-day drudge of a job like even Mm -hmm. if you love your job like yeah just to have something else always have another outlet and always just don't like you know realize that you know what so just because you put all your effort into a job or a career like that job does not have your back equally as much um and nor should they it's a business it's not mm-hmm. your friend you know um so I think that kind of taught me that that I was really thankful that I I think in the last year I really kind of grew out of that mind frame of like really wanting to like tiptoe my way up the corporate ladder of like girl bossery and (laughs) to be honest like I mean I think it kind of just put it into perspective to me that it's just it's kind of a like the new housewife that's sold to women that like where it used Mm. to be a thing of like you should want to be the perfect mom like now it's this like false identity of like girl boss that we're sold and told to be like that that will make us feel valuable and like and validated and all that kind Mm -hmm. of shit and accomplished and all that 
Totally, I, I think, and I think I was coming to that at the start of the year because, you know, I got that new job and obviously every time you try, you move job, it's mostly to get more money, which I did get, but it was also to, you know, try and find, I just kept seeing all these girls like, love my job, love my job, love my job. Yeah. And I was like, when the fuck am I going to get that? Like, Jesus, I've never had that. That like passion for your job. Yeah. At least in a job where I made, you know, considerable money. I yeah. definitely had it in like less lucrative jobs. Mm. Um, so I think that was a big learning lesson for me and then obviously ending the year being uh, full-time it gals has been so much fun like challenging in the same way you know mm-hmm. anytime anyone asks me how do you feel about it I'm always like uh like because I just I'm sick of people being like absolutely brilliant working for yourself the best job in the world like I'm honest I'm like it's hard as in I'm so used to a certain structure in my yeah. life and I'm so used to a, a like definite income like a consistent Mm -hmm. income that it is very challenging and kind of daunting at times to be like Mm -hmm. "Ah," because like it's kind of just come to this thing of like oh so I guess we're gonna do it for 2019 full time it's like kind of like it's like a test again like like we don't know we're gonna just totally like we're gonna see how we get on we're we haven't said like this is us for ever we're gonna try because we do have been given this space frame mm-hmm. time frame to kind of work within but like it is daunting like mm-hmm. when we're thinking of like you know just we obviously had the live shows which was great we got paid for them mm-hmm. um and then we're hopefully going to be doing more shows but probably not till like spring yeah you know? and so that was still like, up in the air oh god so for me that was a kind of a bit of a like mm, yeah like, whoa like because we i was like, i'm balling i just got paid for those shows and then i'm like oh but that paycheck will not come again until after exactly. the next shows which is months away so it's that it's it's kind of like it's just all new for us we haven't mm-hmm. done it and it's exciting in that regard of um we're constantly learning and every every event we go to every interview we have or mm. person we have in the it's podcast or whatever we do we are i think when you have that and um, when it's in your mind that this is your job and this is you like trying to sustain yourself we are soaking up like learning from things that we like wouldn't even have probably noticed too much when we were still had your job and you know the way like it's just you're very much like the antennas are out you're constant you're buzzed when you're in that realm of like trying to build something up to yourself up for yourself like it just feels like we're all we're sat on something and um yeah so like I mean I think for me my year kind of taught me like to always think of just different things that you can do or something like it it just kind of it kind of showed me how quick things can change for you or that if you think you're kind of like on this path that you might be kind of really uncertain of like I never felt really comfortable and you know who knows I could be doing it again but I never felt fully comfortable in that kind of corporate thing and there was always times where I'd kind of look outside of my life and be like is this what I want you know like do I want to be like chasing the next the next promotion and Mm. you know do I want to be then committing like 60 hours a week I really didn't want to do that um but I just kind of made me think that like just because you start off somewhere in January like your entire life can be so different by the time December rolls around Mm -hmm. and you know I never if you told me five years ago like in five years you'll be like self-employed with a podcast with Lindsay oh, I, know. I would have literally asked them what the hell they're smoking and asked them for a drag because <laughs> like, that bong bro you know what I mean so I think it's just um yeah no it is it and was a very fulfilling year and I think it just taught me that like you can find fulfillment even in great times of loss because whereas a lot of people I feel because they're so that kind of idea that career is all the be all and end all could have taken that extremely hard and I've known people who've taken it hard so it just you mm. know a lot more can come out of those yeah. kind of things and it's the same as well in terms of like not only with just a career same with relationships friendships mm-hmm. um just putting all your eggs in one basket like you know if it's just good I think even with hobbies and stuff like I was tattooing a girl yesterday and she is a photographer and she was saying that she also wants to get into like maybe making clothes like it's kind of like just stretching yourself out to like Mm -hmm. challenging yourself and Mm -hmm. never feeling like you're too old to learn new things or like you know be like oh maybe I'll do a course in photoshop or something that can like you know build up your skills and knowledge and stuff like that you know this is where this podcast started from like if anyone is found in any way what we did in some way inspiring like just remember that like the reason we started this one reason for me anyway was that like I was like so unfulfilled in my job 
creatively and I knew how I was like feck's sake I'm spending all this time building up brand social media platform mm. I know how to do it and yet I've no I was like how do I channel this talent into a a fun project and you found something it, for me yeah and like, I found it that way and it's you just have to you know with great like what's the kind of phrase like huge risks reap huge rewards mm. which is kind of what we're doing now like it's a huge risk for Lindsay and I to try and do this mm. full time but like hopefully if it all goes well the rewards will also be huge mm. for us even just personally you know yeah. that way so yeah. And, um, so yeah but like totally it's just kind of like expanding yourself and that's I think why both our years are pretty fulfilling because I didn't you know we're just kind of like instead of just relying on the comfort of a job and the comfort that people can a lot of the time get really comfortable with their boyfriend and their job and everything like that but like it's just like expanding because you don't know what could change Mm -hmm. your boyfriend could break up with you and have a backup and you know you want to have something that is purely for you kind of yeah a purpose I think, you, I think you hit the your, nail on the yeah. head when you said it in that way like a purpose and that's in your own hands yeah that someone can't take away from you yeah like you don't want your purpose being like freaking your job I just think that that maybe some people love that but anyway come here we've got a very testy four-year-old yeah <laughs> she wants me to come down and bring her buy her a packet of crisps so we'll probably leave it there girlies yeah. um hope you enjoy How about we get Luna over to say hello okay Luna do you want to come Luna. on the pod <laughs> Luna come here so we're going to get Now that we're asking her She probably will Yeah she no. probably like, No she's not Okay so girls Look <laughs> We want to wish you we'll all A happy year Thank you to everyone Who has supported this year Whether you found us yesterday Or in the first day Of It Gals To everyone who came To our live shows Yes thank you for making that A massive part of 2018 Highlight for sure For sure Like goes without saying it Goes without saying Those live shows Are Were just the highlight Of my year And I'm sure Same. yours And like, we're st- I'm still buzzed Going into 2019 Off the back of that Like just yeah. knowing That we have You gals behind us and supporting us and as our big girl crew which is just fucking so much fun so much fun so you know girls we will be coming to a city near you we are planning on hitting a few cities around dublin all to be around announced oh, no, 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 sorry, sorry around ireland girls. dublin girls. girls um we are hoping to come to all of our girls out on the west coast and elsewhere so keep mm-hmm. an eye out for those dates they'll be up on our social media or announced through the podcast we love you all Happy 2019. Go get that Christmas stick, girl. <laughs> get a festive fucking. <laughs> it's Christmas. Festive blowy. Okay, bye, girlies.